it's fall y'all and i don't know about you but i'm wearing all the new fall like jackets sweaters different items to revamp my wardrobe that's where our friends at dn co have you covered they now have madewell as one of their featured brands and i'm really excited about it because i love their jeans and their tops I just got a jumpsuit from them I'm super excited about. You can use our code SWIPEFAT for 30% off your first order. Head over to dia.com slash SWIPEFAT to get shopping now. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Nikki. And this is Swipe Fat. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but Mercury Retrograde is kicking my fucking butt. Yeah, it's been a real bitch. <laughs> real. Like, I, like, technology is... Shit's going on with my phone, work, like stuff at work. Um, I've had my exes doing the boomerang. boomerang. It's been a lot. And so our friend Lauren, the modern astrologer, Mm -hmm. we've talked to her before. Yeah, we've talked to her before a little bit about um, birth chart readings and like compatibility and stuff. Um, She's joining us today. Yeah, she put out a list of do's and don'ts and I was like, wait, we can't do this for Mercury, Mercury and retrograde. Yeah. And I was like, wait, we can't do this. What? Right. We need her on. We yes. need to talk more about it. Right. We need some advice. Yeah. For us single gals and for us in relationships. Yes. So let's talk to Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us again. Of course. I'm so excited to be back. I know. So last time we had Lauren on, we talked um, about compatibility with like people you're dating yes so kind of like the high low vibe energy Mm -hmm. we really were focusing on like the kind of person that you're supposed to be focused on Mm -hmm. um when you're like out there who you're looking for basically um and today we wanted to talk about mercury and retrograde (laughs) the infamous often misconstrued you posted about do's and don'ts and one of them one of the don'ts was going on dates and I was like wait what (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, Nikki's like, I'm (laughs) like, let's see how they turn out. Um, it's, I mean, it's funny. It's more about, it doesn't mean that person and you are doomed. It just means when Mercury goes direct, what they presented at as might not be really their true self, or, um, we're just kind of in a, a different state with our minds. Our mindsets are kind of turned inward. We're focusing more on intuition. Um, we're kind of deep diving more during Mercury retrograde, which is beautiful. Um, but we're not so much moving forward with logic and I don't know, being in the moment, present. It's more reflective. And so when it comes to first dates, it's it's one of those things you don't, the, the number one rule for Mercury retrograde is like nothing brand new, if you can help it. And so a first date is one of those things, but if you've gone on a date a few times, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So if you mean that if you go on a first date with a guy, cause it will happen, like you will probably maybe not know that it's Mercury yeah. retrograde and you want to like who they present as on that first date might be different from the person you get after. Yeah. Or it's maybe a short-term relationship and maybe you're looking for that. So that's amazing. It's, it's just could be one of those things where the communication isn't what it really is once everything's kind of direct and flowing, or maybe they're uh, an example would be they're secretly still not over their ex, but they put themselves on a dating app. You know what I mean? Is that what happened to you? (laughs) 
Yeah. No, maybe they like I mean I immediately went on dating apps after your breakup. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like if you have a great connection on this first date, then after a few weeks when you're like excited to kind of take it to the next level, then it comes out that, oh, I'm I'm still grieving this partner. I'm not ready. And it's like, oh, Jesus, like why do I waste my time? Also like exes come back during Mercury and retrograde, right? Oh yes. Especially this one, you guys, this one's in Libra, which rules over partnership. So, you know, if we're single, exes tend to pop up even if you're partnered but they'll pop up because like I mentioned it's a reflective time people are kind of reminiscing nostalgic we're going inward we're thinking of the past which is a great time to bring things back from the past as far as like hobbies friendships connections um, projects we didn't finish but when it comes to exes we're all a little clouded and a little nostalgic and say an ex pops in and messages you because they're feeling those feels, which is so basic, by the way, I find it hilarious when they pop in. I'm like, oh my God. And then once it goes direct, like they're still going to disappoint you is kind of the vibe. Don't get excited. If it's, I would say the caveat is if you've been talking to somebody and it's undefined and they kind of, you know, teetered off and then they show back up during retrograde, it's okay to see if there's a deeper connection during that time. But if it's an ex that you know is not good for you or you broke up and it's a, like it's been done for a while, don't respond if you can help it or don't get your hopes up. Okay. Yeah. This happened to me last summer, mm-hmm. not this summer, but the summer before. And I even remember messaging you and being like, oh, my ex got into my DMs and she was like, no. Oh no, retrograde at its best. And I was like, totally. Did I get my hopes up? Yeah, I did. <laughs> we're excited we finally get them thinking of us which is what we crave who craves that but it's it's very very unlikely that you start rekindling and it becomes a wonderful relationship right from a retrograde thing yeah right I know it's so hard because I think I mean it's not like just men are doing this like women do it too we're like texting our exes being like hey like thinking about you or whatever this is really why I need to do a sober October (laughs) (laughs) and you know what Nikki there's like four planets retrograde right now so it's like extra (laughs) it's in Libra Mercury and it's Libra season everybody's mind is kind of on love and yes women do it too those that know astrology the reason is I don't know how to explain it but things will show up to remind you of your past. And it's almost laughable. Like you could be like, right now I'm cleaning out my closet and like a letter from an ex pops out. And then you think of them and it's normal to like, oh, let me text them. I hope you're doing well. Like yeah. it's still like, not the cookie, those cookie dust trails, mm-hmm. cookie crumbs. I don't know why I said dust. Well, I just, I made like a reel the other day and I was like, all my texts exes coming texas exes all my exes coming out of the woodwork during retrograde which is so true but like because like colorado yeah. messaged me and i was like of course like i suppose you did because well, another mercury retrograde thing is um slurring words and miss like pronouncing things during mercury retrograde so we uh, already yeah. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> it's because mercury rules communication logic schedules, electronics, like all the things that you need to run smoothly and fast. 
And when that goes retrograde, those kind of things get a little muddy. Um, and so, yeah, that's just another funny example. So I have a question about that I just thought of. So like when a, this is going to be probably a dumb question, but it, like, so Mercury is going into retrograde. Is that for the whole planet or is that just for part of our planet? Meaning, well, you mean Earth? Is that a dumb, yeah, like is that it's a dumb just question? in the U.S. that question it's yeah it's for everybody everywhere okay. planet yeah we'll be yes, so, oh i'm getting what you're saying now it's like sun. it's yeah like is it does it only affect people on earth or does it affect like um, neptune is that no, what you meant no, no. i was asking oh. if it only affected like half the planet at one point and half at the other because we're on different oh i thought you were talking about the whole universe no i don't because i'm not like talking to aliens <laughs> about like their retrograde experiences <laughs> I'm not like, yeah. I have a boyfriend on Neptune and yeah. I'm worried that he doesn't get it because I'm in. Yeah. That's what you just made it seem like. Yeah. That's what I thought you were talking about. Like, my that, boyfriend. Well, not your boyfriend, but like, does it affect other planets or just us? <laughs> I guess we don't talk to other planets, but you know, like, maybe, like, I mean, astronauts are going to Mars and shit. Are they suffering from this? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not that insane. <laughs> Okay. Well, I thought my question yeah. was dumb. No. <laughs> when you were talking about the miscommunication and like the talking, um, you when you and I had our session, we, you really validated the way I, I communicate and how people don't understand me sometimes because I have I'm form thoughts in my head and I think like sometimes you absolutely do yeah that. and it's really frustrating for people, but it's really frustrating for me. Is that going to be worse? <laughs> But the good thing for you is everybody's kind of suffering with it right now too. So it's like <laughs> Nikki will just start. She'll say like, "Oh, um, so yeah, like that guy, like did blah 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 blah." You're like, "I have zero context. <laughs> what the hell you're talking about?" So I don't know what you mean. And she'll be like, "Yeah, but we were talking about that." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe three days ago." And I thought, <laughs> and I was thinking about it before we, you know, it came out of my mouth. Or like I can fully see things like, and I wish, and I don't have a way to like, I want to put people inside of my brain to see what I'm seeing. Yeah. Like I can have a full vision of something and sometimes I can't get it out. Yep. And she validated that for me because like people think I'm insane. And like, she was like, no, that's in your chart. No, they do at work. Oh. Yeah. hundred. They think I'm really like weird. I think it's special. Yeah. <laughs> she also told me I'd find my person this year, probably. Um, that, I don't think that's happening. Oh, well, there's still time. There's oh, yeah, that's true. There's um, eclipses at the end of this year that are major. And so we yes. just got to get through October. I'd say October's a prep month, you guys. It's like, let's enjoy this kind of pause in a way to edit everything in our lives get everything kind of cleared out, take a pause, self-care, reflect, um, bring back things from the past that you never followed through with, but don't force anything. Like it is kind of annoying. I will validate for everybody that it feels like I just want something new, yeah. but trust me, like the last week of October through the end of the year, like it's going to be. Okay. So I like this pause. I like the yeah actually okay so I um I went to your and Cindy's um Cindy is a medium the revealing soul mm -hmm. 
Um, I think we might've talked about her on the podcast before, but I went to, you guys did a, a joint session. It was like a love reading. It was a multiple people. It was a lot. It was so much, like there was so much going on, but in during that, she said at the very beginning to everyone, sort of like, everyone should enjoy their holidays. Like the, like this could be your last season as like a single person because so much energy is like coming up right now. So like, just enjoy these last, you know what I like to say too? Yeah. And Cindy's amazing. Everybody that's listening, check her out. Um, <laughs> she's one of my BFFs now. So I would say that not only enjoy the last, like, imagine if your partner showed up tomorrow, like, yeah. would you be like oh, fuck. So like, right. I'm like, so it's almost like it, live your life as if your person is coming next week, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And that's a brilliant way of manifesting that person. It's almost living, breathing, imagining as if it's already began. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just got my legs, laser hair removal. So it's like, <laughs> if I had somebody like coming in now, I'd be like, Oh Lord, I've been a terrible girl. I haven't taken care of myself in that way. Mm-hmm. So Stuff like that. But yeah, the, the end of the year, it's the last eclipse in the Gemini Sag access and the first eclipse of Taurus Scorpio. So we're getting a double hit. So a lot can shift. I have right. so, somehow gotten myself on manifesting TikTok. Yeah. Too. I don't chase. I attract <laughs> what belongs to me will find me. Yes. What, like, what is meant for you will not miss you. Yes. I love that one. Yeah. I think about that a lot because in dating, especially because I think, I think I overthink everything I do. And I'm not like that normally in my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. And, um, so like, it's a weird feeling for me to be like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. Cause like, that's the way, the reason he's not going to want to be with me. Um, because I said something weird in a text. Once, vibe. Totally. But like, you know, three weeks ago or yeah. whatever, when rea- in reality, you can't ruin anything that's meant for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And keep in mind, some people have to learn by experiencing, trying, failing, or succeeding. So some people, it's correct for you to keep dating and trying, and you're going to learn and get closer and closer every time. Mm-hmm. Some people, you don't need to date to figure that out. And it's an individual experience. So please don't compare yourselves in your dating lives to others. It's so, yeah. I think it's hard. Yeah, comparison is such a hard thing. So hard. That's why I love the birth chart, really, you guys. It's the biggest self-awareness tool. And it's kind of like, once you get to know yourself and you're like, this is my unique energy and Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on what are my strengths and what are my greatest skills. I'm going to try to high vibe those. And then you can kind of tune out the rest and you yeah. can really trust timing when you know your chart well, which is my favorite thing. And I, I never really question or get stuck for too long. I definitely have moments of like, why am I single? But I definitely don't get caught up in it long-term because I'm like, well, when that person comes, like I might be looking back at this time and really missing it. I think everybody should get a reading with you. I tell all my friends <laughs> because you really validated a lot of things or you like told, like told me things in my chart where I, and I told Alex and she's like, well, duh. <laughs> like I was like, you told me like, I have like this sexual energy or people find that I have a sexual energy and she's like, and I don't think that. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to know. It's like yeah. a lot of that are natural to you we aren't aware of our natural like energy or natural skills and sometimes it takes other people to highlight it for us and then you can embody it 
Yeah. I know like you did a reading with me and my friends once and you were <laughs> told one of them, you were like, okay, you can be a little passive aggressive. And she's like, what? No. <laughs> and we were all like, yeah, you can. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And I was like, well, <laughs> now you do. <laughs> That's why I love groups. It's kind of hilarious with that. I miss group readings. We should do a reading together. You and me. Yeah. And see if how we compare. Yeah. So my favorite is compatibility. And you can do that not just with lovers. It's like business partners. She's looking at me like a lover right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> she wanted to make out earlier. She wanted sex last week. Like I'm just in the loving mood. Yeah. I'm a, it's like my Libra rising. Right? Yeah. You are all, yeah, Libra'd out. When um, all the energy goes over your rising sign too. It's kind of like your season. It's like a second birthday. Yeah. I love that. I love birthdays. Yes. So yeah, you've got, you've kind of, it's like a midway point almost till your birthday. So it's kind of fun. True. Man, I've, I missed out on Leo season. Because I was dealing with some shit. Wait, isn't Leo season sad season? No, it's not. No? No, I don't know. <laughs> what have you heard that from? I love that. <laughs> I'm a Leo. <laughs> yeah. It's a Leo energy. Like oh, Leo is creative, passionate, fun. Um, that sounds like Leo. And my rising and my moon are in Leo. So oh, like wow. that kind of, but like, you know, but I was not. I was, I was having sad girl season during Leo oh, season, I but I wasn't that. having like true Leo energy. Okay. Well, sad girl season. So your moon is in the 12th house. Anytime stuff is moving through your 12th house, that's the house of our subconscious going inward kind of endings and kind of can be in the fields for sure. Awesome. <laughs> so if you were just reading your own chart, you would have known. Yeah. 12th house goes into the first house. So once it crosses over your rising, that's like your second birthday. But you got the like the inward like death of the soul right before you go into like the vibrancy. Sad girl season followed by creative season, I bet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. I want to be in my love season. Yeah. Love seasons. Um, not to confuse everybody on season. Know your chart. Um, anything moving through your fifth house or seventh house is like your love season. I don't think we're there. Really and isn't for me, my no, that's like what in February, March. Your seventh house would be Aquarius season, which is February, end of January and February. Oh, end of January. I don't remember your um, degrees of your rising. And then fifth house then would be um, Sag season, mm. which is December. Okay, end of end of November into December. Um, Alex, yours is Aries season, seventh house, and that is March, March. and then uh, April, most mm -hmm. of April. And then your fifth house would be Pisces, Aquarius. So you both share Aquarius season. I just remember you saying my like Pisces was in Venus, and then I don't remember what house, and that you were really impressed with that. That's all I remember. Pisces is exalted. So it means like you're highly, highly romantic. And you're very selfless when you're in love. The thing is, watch out for expectations of others when it comes to dating, because you'll expect what you give. And that's usually not how everybody looks at love. Not how it works. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Venus and Pisces is definitely romantic. Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, so can you give any like tips of things that you should be do doing during Mercury yeah. retrograde? Because I feel like a lot of people think of the Mercury retrograde like sit in my house and yeah, do it's nothing. So negative, like negative, yeah, like, like a lot of negative connotation. And I feel like it's like you said, it's a good time for like self reflection, rebirth, like sort of the things that we can like sort of be self conscious about or like improving upon yeah. ourselves. I don't know. I love mercury retrograde so i my big thing is debunking that and really highlighting what is lovely about it so think of all the re words like review re-edit revisit all of those things are good so it's a good time to i know for me like i had a really loud and clear business idea that i just kept being like eh, not now and now i'm creating it behind the scenes mm -hmm. putting in the work um i it's a good time to like get like chores done that you put off. You're going to have more like ability to do it. Um, so I'm getting somebody to redo my closet. We talked about um, taking like your car in yourself in um, getting a massage. It's, you know, self-care. Mm -hmm. It's time to like kind of go more inward and trust more intuitively and creatively rather than forcing things forward and being a little bit more, um, I don't know, be more reflective and passive during this time. Take a break. Don't force anything forward. Don't try to initiate anything new. It's kind of like this beautiful pause. And you're going to be having a lot of aha moments when you do take advantage of this, this time. So you can have a lot of great ideas that you can silently work on. Maybe don't launch until things go direct. Um, but yeah, coming back to old things, visiting old friends, um, I immediately met with you the day after Mercury retrograde mm -hmm. each other in a long time. So that's a perfect example. Um, coming back to this podcast, like that's a revisit mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's fun. And I think it all comes down to, you know, we got to see where's Mercury retrograding what sign Libra. So love is on the mind for everybody. So for us single gals, it's really reflecting and maybe redoing our manifestation list of partner. What do we don't want now that maybe has changed? Mm -hmm. um, what do we want to release? It's a really great time for healing and like ending any kind of cords that are still kind of attached to other people. So it's a really beautiful time to, you know, really release, reflect, review, um, get organized, get excited because when the energy goes direct, you're going to have everything kind of ready. Yeah. Letting go, I feel mm -hmm. like is a, a big yeah. thing. Right. And if you, if you're trying to force things forward and going against this energy, you're not going to have that pause to reflect and release. Yeah. And that's when Mercury retrograde becomes really annoying. If you're trying to force things forward, you'll have your internet go out like your car, you'll get in a fender bender things. You'll be really clumsy. That's common. Mm -hmm. Um, send an email or a text to the wrong person and embarrass yourself, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of, a lot of technical things go wrong earlier this week. So. Really? Yeah. Like, remember I told you, like I was texting you and I was like, everything that I've made has gone. Yeah. I had like every, every like asset I made for work just disappeared from the, the program I created on and the same files. And I was like, where did you go? <laughs> So my internet has not connected to my phone since it started. Cool. All my yeah. Electronics go to crazy town. Yeah. I, before Mercury Retrograde, it's good to update all of your like electronics or 
anything like that, because that happens. And then I need to schedule, it's on my Mercury retrograde list. I made a list of a million things that I can do during this time. It's like schedule maintenance for people to come fix things in my condo, like fix things, edit things that have already been in your life. So for work, so you're in a nine to five, focus on projects that you were already doing, reach back out to old ideas, old clients, old partnerships. It's not a really good time to start, especially if you're in sales, like don't waste time and energy initiating first conversations with brand new things. Mm -hmm. You can really bring back a lot from the past. Don't look for a new job now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can look and reflect on I really want that whole thing. Like if you accept a new job right now, like maybe you take it and it's not what it presented to be Mm -hmm. like in the future. Same. So I get a lot of, Oh God moments from people in DMs. So I always give this caveat. If you can help it time to plan, don't maybe accept a job during Mercury retrograde. Don't sign on a new house or an apartment during Mercury retrograde. Don't buy a car, like big, big price items. But if you can't help it, The energy around it is maybe you get hired, but it's a delay and your start date gets delayed, or maybe you're having to redo paperwork, or maybe you start and it's like, not really the vibe you were promised. It's just kind of a little wonky. Um, You might regret a big purchase or it might be a dud. Um, And as far as I would say, it's a really great time to get clear on what you want, but maybe don't apply to the job until it's direct if you can help it yeah it is a good time to like quit things release so you know quitting a job during mercury retrograde is awesome but maybe like have a break in between you start something new but like I said everybody can help it mercury retrogrades a lot (laughs) so if you're going to sign a job for example you just mentioned Alex so Say you hate your job and you quit and you take the next thing that's available. You're going to repeat a pattern. Most likely it's going to be a job that you're like the same reasons you hate the one you're in. Yeah. The same thing. So why not take a pause, reflect, and really trust and value yourself enough to go after something that's more in alignment with you. I saw that one of the don'ts that you recommend is like not taking things personally. Mm, Like, yeah, maybe like talk about that a little bit more. Cause I feel like we have a lot of like when you're online dating, I think you start to take things really personally Mm -hmm. when it's maybe not that deep. Yeah. Yep. And so with Mercury retrograde, Mercury, it rules over a big thing. It rules over is communication. And so when Mercury's retrograding, we're not kind of at our most like clear and concise, or I don't know, people can say things the wrong tone, the way that you read it, um, or they can accidentally say something they didn't mean to send. And so it's almost, I don't know, it's be gracious with the way that you communicate, be extra clear. Mm-hmm. And then when you're receiving communication from others, try to let it slide a little more because oftentimes we misinterpret or misconstrue things or are we're more sensitive right now because we're a little less logical. We're a little bit more in our feels during Mercury retrograde. Is there anything like else you can think of that like maybe when it comes to dating Dating, um that we need to like think about or relationships i mean people who are in relationships relationships. i think partnered people this is a great question it is a beautiful time for things to come up to the surface to kind of review and hash out and really put to bed 
And so if old fights come up, that's common during this time or miscommunications. Um, in Libra, there's a big energy around resentment of not being 50-50. So if that's really gonna be highlighted during this time. Like, am I putting in way more effort than my partner? Or is my partner putting more effort than me? It's yeah. time to really have those conversations so that we can nail out a plan and clearly like squash it. Um, so that's the beautiful way to use this energy. If you're in a couple and you're just kind of being catty around these things and brushing it under the rug, it's really going to irritate you. So you, the beauty of it is to really let things present and go there. Um, if people are dating, but not, you know, in a serious partnership, I encourage you to really look at the relationship in a new lens and really be like, am I focusing on their potential and not the reality? Am I the one doing all of the legwork? Am I the one really holding this together? And I'm taking this instead of what I really deserve. Mm -hmm. Those are questions big when it's, it's not a full commitment and we're kind of in this middle ground, but we are dating and we have been before Mercury retrograde. It's time to get clear. A lot of, a lot of relationships that are not meant to be definitely should be released during this time. And then the single gals, I always say set intentions during this time of like, I hope my partner is reflecting and healing and doing the work right now. So they are ready for me on the other side of this. Yeah. I would like that to be every, every guy everywhere. Oh. Yeah. If they would, they would also take that. That would be cool. Um, as if you're listening, we have some guys that listen. Uh, I think those are the kind of guys that probably do reflect. I know. <laughs> probably more, yeah. In tune with them. They're not the guys we're dating. No. <laughs> you guys, like the the last time Mercury's retrograde was a few months. It was like June. When, like, what has happened since then that you might add or subtract from a list of what you want in a partner? Mm -hmm. That's a cool thing. I mean, I think for me, it's like, the under communication. I feel like I'm constantly like finding people that don't communicate yeah. well enough. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That is a pinpoint for me. And that, that makes me feel less safe. Yeah. And that's like a big problem for me when I don't feel secure. Yeah. I think the under communication and um, maybe when people don't feel like they can open up. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah, like say, like be honest. Be honest. Um, I don't know. Tell me your hopes and dreams. Like, tell me what's going on with your life. Your hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. <laughs> um, I'm really into that. <laughs> it sounds like both of you are really craving somebody that is emotionally mature enough to express what they need and express like their bad qualities that they're working on and what they are looking for. Like, yeah. The thing to focus on right now is like. Am I the one that always, I always say the seventh house in our birth chart, it's what we are supposed to receive from our partner, but we can overdo it and give that yes. more because we were afraid, like, if I don't do this, they won't like me, yeah. but time to like, really realize like, am I the one, am I the one keeping this afloat? If I didn't put in the effort, would it just have, they disappeared? Uh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yes. Same. It would. <laughs> Yes, I know. And so, um, I would say the next, I can't wait to like the next person I date start. I think we might've even said this before in the compatibility podcast one, but it's like, 
what do I, what are they going to show me that will keep me around? Put it on them. Yeah. And I, I bet know. you will like let them loose way quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Release, get in the feels, let it come up. It's like such a beautiful time to like process things that we're usually too go, go, go yeah. to really like sit with. Um, and it's so amazing to take this time. And I think Mercury retrograde is beautiful besides the little annoyances that pop up. Like once you know about them ahead of time, it's kind of funny. Like so many I've witnessed just in the past week, um, it's laughable, but that's because I was aware of it ahead of time. I don't let it enrage me. Like what can happen with a lot of people during this time. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Lauren, can you tell people where to find you? So if they want to do a birth chart reading or or... human design reading Mm -hmm. or the combo. Um, The Modern Astrologer on Instagram and online. And then I also do new and full moons every month ceremony virtually. And so those are great if you want to tap into like the energies. It's like everybody asks about new and full moon energies, the best way to tap into intuition get into this astrology vibe, um, when I am booked out. So I tend to book out like four to six weeks in advance, but I release dates every third Monday of the month. Yeah. Lauren has this great, um, online community called Astro Curious. I'm a part of it. Um, and I pay monthly and I hang out with all the other Astro Curious people and we get the free, we get the moon events for free, but you can pay for them individually. You can come if you want separate, but yeah, if you're part of the community, I host in-person events and there's like a million articles written in there about human design, astrology. It's for those that want to like learn more of any kind of spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a community when I was learning this stuff. I was like solo dolo figuring it out alone. So that's why I wanted to create that. It's Welcome. cool. It's a way, it's an amazing way to be more self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyway, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Bye. Bye. Bye.